GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the Game Soul Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, well, still not. I'm wrong. Remotely is my producers, the Dead Eye Knight and Player One Mickey. What up, what up, what up? Or should I say, pee, 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 <laughs> You might find the next time you go to the studio that the doors have been completely ripped off and uh, it's infested with raccoons now. Oh, I think I, uh, I think I already burnt it to the ground and collected shirts. Oh, you know, that's wise. That's wise. It turns out that was my house, too, so I'm homeless. You had a good run being a homeowner. That was an impressive greaser you got there. First of all, being a homeowner is a scam. (laughs) And you know that. You know that, Deadite. It's one thing after another. I was outside today looking at my retaining wall that's crumbling, and I'm like, another project to go on the list. (laughs) Well, we know my sump pump died. My basement started to flood like three weeks ago. Yep. I feel like something happened in between now and then, but my garage door spring snapped. A week oh. ago, so my garage door wow. has to be manually opened right now. Nice. So, so yeah, I'm on that sweet homeowner stretch, and uh, you know, uh, it's good. We're going to talk about all the money we're spending on video games here. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But welcome to episode 314 of the Gamezilla podcast. Uh, this is going to be a unique episode where we're going to just kind of take it as a virtual hangout and have a good time. Talk about, like that I said. Blowing money on video games, um, hitting hitting some milestones for ourselves. What new games are we playing right now, and what do we think about them? And uh, even maybe some frustrations that we've been dealing with through quarantine. But uh, all that and more on episode 314 of the GameZilla podcast, which is brought to you by our patrons. Our patrons. Thank you for supporting us at patreon.com slash gamezilla media it means an immense amount to us that even in these hard times that uh we're going through here as uh as a human race i want to say as a country but like it is affecting the whole world uh and we appreciate so much that you continue to financially uh donate to the success and life of the gamezilla podcast and gamezilla media don't forget patronage starts at just one dollar per month and uh, there is some real sweet stuff when you get into that $5 exclusive content level. That's where every show on the GameZilla Media Network will give you one bonus show only available on Patreon per month. Uh, if you're a fan of any of the shows, it's a can't miss. So please consider starting your patronage today at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Before we uh, get into it. Let's remind everybody that we do have a YouTube channel, so just search GameZilla Media, and you can watch these full episodes there every week, posted by none other than Player One Miggy. Um, so if you can't stick around for this whole video, and you, you don't watch, or you, the VOD's already been expired off of Mixer, and you still want to watch the episode, um, we have it always uh, archived on YouTube. So head on over there, and there's a bunch of other cool content that you can enjoy on the YouTube side from GameZilla Media. 
But uh, normally I'd say, here's what's happening in the world of gaming. But instead, we're going to dig into it. We're going to dig into, here's what's happening with the GameZilla media members revolving gaming. So Deadite, we're going to get started here and we're going to talk about... I guess I guess Miggy brought this up initially in our conversation we had via text about how our habits have changed because of quarantine. And and the specific habit we're talking about is the thought of, well, you know, I'm not doing a whole lot. I'm spending a lot less money on everything. Like I haven't filled my car up since I stopped having to go to the office. So I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't spend money on gas. I don't spend money eating out very often if if at all. And uh it leaves me with more money in my pocket to buy very important necessities like video games. Right? That that's a necessity, yeah. right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. Essential. Essential. So, I mean, GameStop said they were essential, so I guess it's I guess it's legit. Um Anyways, we're going to talk about our, our our habits and how are we blowing more money on gaming? Maybe why don't you uh, why don't you kind of talk this through for me? What do you think? Oh, what do you got? I, I, I'm going to say yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just the fact. I mean, that, you know, not really going anywhere, and then we get that like that extra money that that we got a few weeks back. Um, I'm still I'm still picking off of it. You know, I'm using it for grocery shopping, essentials, and all that stuff. Haven't completely bought, gone, blown in and bought it like an ostrich or, you know, go a gold plated Harley Quinn or something. I haven't done that quite yet. So, but um, what I've been doing is uh, hey, do you want to buy it. me a garage door spring? <laughs> I got you. What you need. I, matter of fact, I know a guy. I can I can make you a new one. You know, cool, cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely say yes. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we want to wait. I mean, I go into like some of my purchases, but um, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely say yes. So uh, you know, what about you guys? What you been buying, Miggy? Let's get into it. Oh, I mean, okay, okay. Um, well, I mean, uh, I've been like mine with the quarantine and everything. We've been staying at home a lot. Um, so you know, I'm all I'm a mobile guy, so always got the phone in the hand, searching on Amazon, searching on to see if there's any deals going on. Uh, eBay, listening, and also most important, listening to uh, you know, some old podcasts and uh, listening to Retro Boys. And I got to the episode where they were talking about this special little game called Orphan in the Science of Society or scion of sorcery and i immediately went to ebay and got it so the inside joke um where they talk about stabbing orphans this if you, if you watch last week's episode or a week before this is what i was talking about but um yeah grip this um uh, this one and then i also ordered a brand new game off of ebay which was which i'll say this one was about okay so i'll i give numbers i give numbers this was about like um 10 bucks 10 bucks for this um and then i also went back and bought yakuza uh dead souls uh 20 bucks brand new factory sealed never played it but i'm a big you know yakuza guy got the collection behind me and then um went to <laughs> went to gamestop um which is something i rarely do i i can't tell you last time i went to gamestop and um they had a sale going on buy two get one um hold on, buy hold two. On. that's better uh-oh i can't there be seen go. i can't be seen with you when you're talking about gamestop yeah 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 so uh <laughs> but i don't know, anyway, how, to, I don't know how to turn my camera off so without <laughs> going in without going into it i picked up it was a buy two get one uh free game sale but i dropped like uh i dropped like 60 uh say no i dropped about a smooth 90 but no 60 bucks on these games uh i got call of cthulhu which i've been eyeing for a little while 
um that was 30 um picked up grand blue fantasy actually this was 60 so i think i spent more this was 60 for grand blue fantasy weed game had to throw weed game in there and it's shimu ah grabbed the wrong one but shimu three um so it was like extra games and then this was a then persona five bought new sealed 60 bucks shipping hand all this stuff i think this would have been the one game that i would have bought regardless of lockdown or whatnot but um yeah yeah this would have been a definite buy but the other games i wouldn't have spent and then i'm buying grim grim will tell you i'm spending money on battle passes for uh battle passes skins oh mara uh skins <laughs> and anime packs and then um uh, fortnite and then like some mobile games um and i'm watching a lot of stream too so um i'm like spending money on like embers um you know throwing them at throwing them at my favorite streamers um so i think you know the the the, the quarantine um spending a lot of time at home is definitely taking an effect on the wallet i so far i have been good with it uh don't let it take con- take control of you you know know your limits but um yeah that's just some of the things that I've been uh been spending my money on. So I don't know, like all that total, I think within the last what two months, I think uh just roughly that'd have been what three hundred bucks in games. I would say three to four hundred maybe in entertainment. I don't know, might be highballing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in a different boat, I think, than you because I haven't gone to buy a game from a store. I've decided that because of the situation that's going on that I decided just to go digital. So I bought, you know, games like Maneater, games like uh, Animal Crossing for the Switch, all digital, which I normally would have gone and definitely bought hard copies for those games. But I just didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like taking risk uh, and just said, screw it, I'm going to download the digital copy and enjoy the game right now. Um there's some regret there because I like putting it on the wall. I like the collection and I still might, I still might buy some of the, uh, some of that stuff, you know, once I find it on sale just so I can have a hard copy. But, um, I think I agree with you in the sense that I've spent a lot of money on this break on battle passes and then just onesie twosie things. So like you left out the fact that you bought, um, arc Genesis, you know, so there's DLC oh, packs, yeah. yep. you know, that, that you're buying too. And I'm, I'm like spending money where it's like, oh, this is cool on Warzone. I really, I really like using this gun and this, and this pack has the, the, the tracer bullets that the bullets fire. You can see purple lights fly. And it's just, for me, it's like, do I need it? No, here's, here's $16, you know, so I could buy the pack, you know? And so when it comes to that, it's like, I feel like I'm adding currency to digitally to whatever game I'm playing, be it, uh, Warzone, call, um, Fortnite, um, League of Legends, you know, any, uh, Rocket League. I've even gotten in, I, I bought the Rocket Pass and, and then I bought some esports tokens or whatever. So I could buy the esports, uh, skins since they're separate from how dumb is that? By the way, Rocket League, why do you gotta have two currencies? <laughs> is it that hard for you to say, Oh, someone bought C9 wheels, give that credit to C9. You actually have to break the currency up and make me buy two different types of currency. Like that's dumb. There's a lot of things dumb about, about Rocket League right now where I'm like, it feels old, unfortunately. But anyways, I still love Rocket League. So yeah, I mean, I'm, um, you know, I'm spending a good amount of money, but, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not because of Game Pass. Like the amount of value I have gotten out of Game Pass is insane when you think about how many hours I've put into Forza Horizon, how many, you know, how many hours I've put into, you know, any type of Halo, any type of Gears and um and, and everything else it's just it's just uh 
yeah, it's it definitely has changed my my spending habits in a way where like I bought Animal Crossing only because I kind of got peer pressured into it by my wife. If it wasn't for <laughs> that, I would have probably the only game I've bought in, that I've bought besides like maybe like some of those um, eShop games on the Switch that are dirt cheap would be Maneater. So Ooh. for me, it's like I haven't uh, done what you've done where it's like oh, Shenmue and and the other crazy games you were talking about <laughs> and mine's been more currency digital currency and battle passes but definitely i feel like less um concerned about it where it's like oh i'm going to i gotta work you know and go to the office five days this week so i'm not gonna pick this game up because i'm never even gonna have the time to look at it now it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna throw twenty bucks, and then next day, yeah, I'll throw fifteen bucks, and then you know, a couple days later, yeah, I'll throw another twenty bucks. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't phase me anymore. So, what about you, Deadite? All right, guys, uh, let's play a f- our first game of the night. And you guys weren't prepped for this game. You guys know me well enough. Everyone that listens to this podcast knows I am famously or infamously cheap. <laughs> By the way, Spidey, by the way, Spidey Two KX just said I spent way too much money on Riot. Screw you, Riot. <laughs> as I, I guarantee you, as he's typing this, he's on the League of Legends client right now, probably shopping the store and figuring out what he could get more Riot points for. First game of the night. How much do you guys think I've spent since quarantine officially started on purchasing video games? 75 cents. <laughs> That's a pretty good guess, honestly. It's a pretty good guess. It, um, there's merit behind that guess. <laughs> I know th- I know the new game you're playing right now costs you zero. I know that. Oh. Um, I'm just trying to think out off the top of my head here. I don't remember... But I feel like you did end up uh, spending money on Rocket League, maybe? I mean, you were in the shop and you were looking at stuff. You're like, ooh, this is really cool. I just can't remember if you bought points. I'm going to go with $2.50. Ooh, you know, strong guesses, but surprisingly pretty far under what I've actually spent on games. <laughs> no! no! Van, what did you know, I forget we, about? You're not counting uh, your yo-yos as gaming, are you? No, because I've blown like $45 on yo-yo equipment. <laughs> and it's, I, I already have a couple more purchases planned. Uh, yo-yos has actually been where I've dumped, uh, dumped some money in frivolously. Like, oh, buy more yo-yos. Why not? It's been great. Um... The thing that I forgot when this com- before right before this conversation, 60 bucks off the bat, I bought my wife Animal Crossing for her birthday. Oh, now, yeah. Damn so and that was one, after quarantine started. The important thing about Animal Crossing is my wife owning Animal Crossing enabled me to play way more video games because <laughs> with her content and happy building her island, <laughs> I can I can do whatever I want. I can play my switch. I can throw the PlayStation on it. It enabled me to be able to play whatever I wanted because she has her game to play. So I count that also as a purchase for myself. And if I wanted to play Animal Crossing, I could. I spent thirteen dollars and some change on the uh, re-release of Ghostbusters on the switch. Oh, I knew that one, too. 
no I bought pictures. a 10 cent game that's like you bounce a ball back and forth and the art's kind of cool and you bounce it to music uh, on the Switch. <laughs> that's not a game. It, yeah, it's just one of those things that was like a dime, and I was like, well, I'll see what this is all about. And then I purchased another game for 50 cents that I'm going to talk about a little later on because it's in our agenda um, because it is insane for 50 cents. Uh, so, yeah, close to $75, and the bulk of that was buying Animal Crossing for my wife. So I win. I, I was the closest. You were the, you were the closest. I, I've been into the <laughs> I've been trying to take advantage of this to like clear out my backlog a little bit. And I know we're gonna talk a little bit later on about me playing Maneater. That was a gift from our, our boy Sci-Fi AJ S- sent that to me. Um, because I was like, Oh, let me finish Spider-Man, let me maybe finish the campaign for Borderlands, a few things I've had open, and then I'll dive into Maneater when I'm ready for it. We're gonna find out later that I was never gonna be ready for a game this magical. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, oh, yeah, no, I left off. I left off the list too that I pre-ordered. Uh, adding to my dollar, my guess. I, I guess unfortunately I might have topped, but uh, I pre-ordered Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Man, you were out of control. Surpr- and, and and I'm probably gonna go ahead and buy um buy the Last of Us too. But um, kind of in the same game vein of gaming, I, I also purchased a new uh new statue for Harley Quinn from um. Injustice 2, also video game related. So Yeah, that one counts because yeah, it's Injustice yeah. 2. Yep. So um send help. Send help. Was that figure on sale? Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh it was like um normal. I think it was like 60 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. I got it for I think 13. Oh wow. That's a good deal. Wow, yeah. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> well, um are we are we continuing your questions or do we have are we what are we doing now? Because um this is this is different. We're not, I'm not used to this show like this. All right, all right. Well, after we've gone over the way we have blown a little bit of money here over quarantine, clearly I'm just throwing it around. I want to give you guys an opportunity to blow some more money on dumb stuff. This is our first ever edition of ebay prices right so (laughs) so i went on ebay today and i looked up some actual sold pricing on gaming items and i have five items plus one bonus item that points aren't going to count for it that uh miggy and grim are going to guess uh closest to the price without going over wins the point uh, obviously, first of three points is going to be the winner because we have five points total. And uh, I just thought this would be something fun we could do. Again, we're trying to mix things up a little bit. It's not really a news week for us. We're just having some fun. Yeah. So this right. is our this is our first edition of gaming eBay prices right. I'm excited. When you said when you came up with this idea, I was like, I'm oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm in. This is great. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to work on officially have music for underneath when we do this in the future. This is this is gonna be a new thing. We're yeah, gonna we're, we're winging it right now. Okay, we're all remote. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. So, Grim, as the the host of the Gamezilla podcast, you will get the first guess at this item. Now, uh, this is the the first item that met my description in the sold area of eBay. So it's usually the most recent sale. Again, there could be varying prices for things that are sold, but I look, was looking for something specific. I found this is the top thing I found. So sold on what's the date? Uh, May the 24th. All right. 
Brink. PlayStation 3 <laughs> disc only. Disc only. It's a loose disc of Brink. Oh, man. How Come much on. do you think that sold for, Grim? Come on. Why do you have to bring that up? <laughs> oh, PS3 Grimm's, Brink Grimm's disc most only. Most hated game ever. Disc Just, only. Yeah. Feel free to play along at home. Get in the, the mixer chat. Yeah, Feel get in free. the chat. But, uh, Big Text is already saying $1.36. I'm going to go ooh. with... Uh, do we have to? Does this factor in with shipping, or we're just saying what it's sold for? We're going sold for because some some have free shipping, some you know didn't. We're just going sold for shipping, and that's the business of the uh, the selling party and the buying party. We're talking about price oh, here, man. Okay, I'm gonna go with a buck twenty five. Okay, buck twenty five. Ballsy, <laughs> ballsy. <laughs> I think I went over. <laughs> that quarter might ruin you. All right. Mi- player one, Miggy. Price is right rules. You don't want to go over. Um, I'm going to say 63 cents. 63 cents. All right. And the selling price of Brink on the PlayStation 3 disc only. Four dollars and twenty five cents. Oh, first point goes to Grim. Someone got ripped off because with the box and everything, you can go to a pre-owned shop and get they, they'll give you a copy as a coaster. Absolutely. All right. Up next, the fir- the Grim. You will be bidding first again as you won the last point. Got it. Okay. The <laughs> sold on May the 27th. The Fallout 76 Collector's Edition West Tech Replacement Canvas Tote Bag. <laughs> <laughs> this was not the one in the Collector's Edition. This is the one Bethesda Come said, on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry and sent out the cloth one. Uh, what was the last cloth one sold for? <laughs> Oh man, I don't have this bag. I kept the crap bag. Um, oh, I'm gonna go with man. This, these actually, this could actually be kind of valuable. The more I think about this, hmm. I'm gonna go five dollars. Five dollars. Okay. Okay. Five bucks. Player one, Miggy. What's your guess? Uh, I'm going to say, let's see, five five dollars. I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> let's say eleven twenty three. Whoa! All right, eleven twenty three. Okay, this bag's probably like twenty five dollars. Uh, well, people are stupid. Grim, <laughs> if that was your guess, you would have been closer, but you wouldn't have won. You would have been over. It sold for twenty four dollars and ninety five cents. <laughs> What? Free shipping. What is wrong with people? Why? Why? <laughs> now, here is the uh it, it will not count for points, but just out of curiosity, the garbage ass <laughs> Fallout 76 <laughs> official duffel bag that came with the collector's edition, uh sold on May 31st. Again, no points awarded. Uh Grim, name your price. $30. <laughs> people are stupid. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to say that was like, uh, like $7. 
Miggy, pretty good guess. It sold for $9.85. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, no points awarded, so we are tied 1-1. Miggy, you will get the first guess on this next item. <clears throat> sold on May the 31st, a copy of Snow Brothers on the original oh, NES God. released in 1991, but the label on the front is pretty ripped up. <laughs> Ooh. Not a clean copy of Snow Brothers. I would say a third of the label has been ripped off. It is, if it makes a difference to you, it is the lower left-hand third of the label. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. It's, uh, I'm going to say, using Grimm's logic, because people are stupid, I'm going to say... $27. $27. Oh, this is an easy win. Did you look it up? No, this is an easy win. Give me twenty oh. give me twenty-eight dollars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's probably what ninety-nine bucks or something like that. It's it's still it's still a pretty expensive game. It, it's still Snow Brothers, so even this garbage ass copy of Snow Brothers with the label ripped off, $132.04. Yep. I was gonna say ninety-nine. And, and the person paid twenty-one dollars in shipping. What? Yeah. Wow, someone got ripped off. Right. Yep. yep. The the other copy of the one that was, uh, I looked at one earlier that was currently up for bid that had someone's like name that I couldn't even pronounce just written in Sharpie across it. That one was going for $300. <laughs> you get, so, if, if you know what you're doing, you can get rid of Sharpie pretty pretty well. So Yeah, so Snow Brothers, pretty expensive game. So point to Grim using the old snake in the price tactic. I respect it. I was going to say 99 bucks, but then I freaked out thinking I would give him the point if it was like $75 because of the damage label. Yeah. All right. So the current score stands at two points for Grim, one point for Miggy. Grim could take it home here. The next item sold today, June the 1st. It is a copy of Lost Planet Extreme Conditions <laughs> on the Xbox 360, complete and tested. What made you search these games? I mean, Brink makes uh, sense, but why? where'd you get this game from? I was thinking about it like, I don't know, over the week, I was like, man, Lost Planet, that's a game I kind of always wanted to play. So today when I was searching of things, I was like, oh, Lost Planet. <laughs> but you didn't pick Lost Planet, you picked like the, what is this, the sequel or the third one or something oh, like no, that? Oh, no, no, this is the original game. Oh, Lo- okay. Lost Planet Extreme Condition was the total title oh, of the game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, it's complete, you said? A lo- uh, Yeah, Lost Planet Extreme Condition, te- uh, complete and tested. And tested that that definitely doesn't add value. Um, today. <laughs> sold. Today. Well, you're not collecting Lost Planet. You're buying it to play. <laughs> you, you never know, man. You <laughs> never know. There could be some hardcore fans there. I, dude, I've always wanted to play this game. I might need to get a three. I remember so I the first time this. I saw Lost Planet shown off at, at at convention. That the snow effects of the guy walking through the snow. I was like, how can video games ever look any better than this? Like. Mm-hmm. We had it I've on a demo when we worked at Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. So I'd sit there and watch it when I worked in the game department. I'm like, man, I want to play this yeah, game. Yeah, it looked yeah, exactly. All right. I have no idea on this game. Not you said you said Xbox 360, so that tells me it loses value right there because there's no value in Xbox 360 games. So I'm gonna go with uh eleven dollars. Okay. Player one, Miggy, what's your bid? 
This is my original price, and I wasn't gonna. I'm not doing this because Grim did it, but twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my original. I was sold on twelve dollars. <laughs> it's probably like eight bucks. <laughs> Unfortunately, you both bid over. I knew it. Oh. I knew it. It was like seven dollars. Oh, six ninety nine. Oh, I would have been. I would have been over either way. I was gonna go eight yep. zone, but okay. Doom, 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 doom. Okay. Okay. All right. How many did I say we were gonna have? That was already. That was four, right? Oh, I guess I prepared more than five, so I'm glad oh, because okay. yeah, you guys didn't get that one. Okay. Up next. <clears throat> Purchase today, June the first. Atari Jaguar Launch Edition Black Console. Oh, God. <laughs> From what I can see in this picture, it looks kind of dirty. Um, the AV cord and the power cord are included. No games, no controllers. So we both went over. Do I still get first pick, or how's that work? Uh, yes, you will retain first pick. Okay. So we have a loose system. They're calling Loose it Atari the, Jaguar. They're calling it a black la- launch console, console though, right? Yep. Does it come with a controller? It uh, The picture doesn't show a controller, so I'm oh. assuming no. Okay, so system only. No games. No games. That's why I picked this listing. There were listings sold more recently, but they had games, and that would have been hard to factor in the bundle. Okay, mm-hmm. so, and then um, you, you were saying it looks dirty, and then you said it did have AV cords and power cords? Yes. Oh, boy. The Dirt Mall Edition. This is the Atari <laughs> Jaguar Dirt Mall Edition. <laughs> it's still probably... I'm going to go with $83. Okay. Player one, Miggy. 83 <sighs> Probably going to regret it, but I'm going to say a smooth $75. Smooth $75. The point goes to Grim. It sold for $265. (laughs) I thought, oh my. Oh, okay. So here was my thought. I was thinking $300, but I then I thought, then I double get like double thought because I was like, no, I'm thinking about um, Jaguar CD. But Jaguar CD is actually like $800. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. The console is actually more valuable, even if it's dirty and missing a bunch of stuff. Wow. Well, Mickey, we didn't do very well. I did prepare one more. It's three one to one. More. Three to one. It's three to one. So Grimm's officially won the game, but we. I'd like to do Unless, the last one. How about I prepared. this? Unless Mickey nails this on the dot, perfect price. Ooh, perfect price. I'll put that. I'll, I'll offer that up. <laughs> if he nails it exact, he wins. Okay, I like that gamble. All right. Grim, you will get the first bid on this one. Okay. <clears throat> Sold on May the 29th. <clears throat> Mystique Swedish erotic beat em and eat em for the Atari 2600 <laughs> released in 1982. Heart only. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what was that called again? Stay wow, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are we going what? with this? It's it's called Beat 'em and Eat 'em. Whoa! This and is for the it, kids. it it is not for kids. It is an 18 and up video game released on the Atari 2600. Um and that's essentially what you do. You beat 'em and you oh, eat 'em. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Games Angry Video Game Nerd did a did a episode on this game on like adult Atari games like when he was real early on. 
Um, and that's how oh, I know about man. this game. Atari Twenty Six Hundred is just a series that doesn't ha- like. There's only a couple games that have true value to them. So I'm gonna Custer's go. I'm gonna go with a clean. I'm gonna go with an uncommon level, fifty-five dollars. Player one, Miggy. What is your bid for beat 'em and eat 'em? I, I can't even show the image of this on the screen. I don't think. <laughs> wow. It's like a. It's a lady without like a Not, shirt no, looking no, an ice cream no, cone. No, we can't do that either. You got to. Are we sure? Ice cream cone. Well, stop. There's, there's, stop, Mickey. What's your shown. guess? What's your guess? <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, uh, man. A lot of shoulder. A lot of shoulder. Show is I over. Sure, that shoulder. I'm gonna say. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to say. I'm gonna go with uh, what did you say, Grim? What, what was your 50, what was fifty-five? Your... Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Remember, you gotta I'm nail go it exact, with... exact. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna nail it Just exact. Just do it, man. I'm gonna uh, let me. I'm gonna go with my with, with with my boy Chops, and I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with him and say sixty-eight dollars. Sixty-eight. Trying to go right under that sixty-nine dollars. <laughs> uh, you both bid over. It was thirty nine ninety nine. Like I said, the buy games, it now price it was like, purchased for. That is a gym. That is like a collectible that like will last the the test of time <laughs> and has no value because it's on Atari twenty six hundred. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, I have seven copies of that game. They all came These together in need. one shoebox and some really odd, weird other items that I'm not going to talk about we're, right now. We're we're all we're all we're all the copies stuck together. No comment. <laughs> None of them work anymore, though. Weird enough, I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, congratulations wow. to Grim, Woo! the uh, winner first of the champion. first ever gaming uh, gaming eBay prices right. Uh, what do I, I win? Like that? What do uh, I win? What do you win? Yeah, uh, tell him what he's won. Well, uh, you have won. I'll cash you three dollars. I'm gonna cash you three dollars. Man, I, I just I just want to throw this idea out there. <laughs> What if we budgeted a very small, if we, if we were doing this, let's say just once a month, let's say, or, or, and if it ends up being every week or whatever, right? Cause eBay is never ending. But what if we did it where we all, we figured out a way for the people that watch us live on mixer to pick a team, 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 Grim, team Miggy. And then the winner somehow they get something. I don't know. I got figured out. I got figured out guys. But that'd be cool. Get a goal. Get no, I got it. I got it. We randomly draw one person each from the chat every every time we do this show. And then Not we are idea. the contestant for that one person. The winning team, that contestant gets, I don't know, like a like a ten dollar points card or something. Not a bad idea. That'd be pretty cool. I really liked this game, Dad, and I want to build it out some oh. more. Well, I also have an idea. For the future, uh, I've already started working on uh, gaming Family Feud. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Family Feud was actually my first idea. I just realized it was more work, and I came up with the eBay prices right, and I was like, "Boom, we're doing this today." Oh, can I be the host? I got a Steve Harvey suit in the closet. Miggy, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, at one point in broadcasting school, someone asked me what my dream job was, and I told them to host the Family Feud. I just thought it was the best job <laughs> in broadcasting. <laughs> Steve Harvey looks like he has the time of his life. <laughs> All right. Well, that that was uh, that was the prices right. The eBay prices right. I loved it. It was great. 
Guys, let us know what you think about that new segment. I know it was very raw because we're just testing it out. We don't have sound effects. We don't have a lot of other things that I'm sure Miggy is already bouncing around in his head of what he's going to oh, do. Gave, yeah, yeah. I but, gave some music and a couple sound effects. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but um, so I'm hoping um, we build that out more. Oh. But let us let us know what you think in the chat about it. And if you're part of the Discord, just hop on over to the Gamezilla podcast channel and uh, and let us know what you think, what you want to see more. You know, how how can we make it even better for you? But all right, Sasha Sasha sixty five in Mixer says Family Feud. I want it now. Nah, I want it. And then uh, Toxic Ghost GZM Feud. Absolutely. <laughs> so ooh, can, can we can we do can we do like a a Gamezilla wipeout? You know, I think I think one of us has a big enough backyard. We can do the big red balls. Oh, we can do the whole yeah. yeah. Great, great, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Giant foam walls. And then, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the next piece I wanted to get into, I wanted to talk about uh, a personal achievement that uh, happened over on Friday, actually. Was it Friday? The whole weekend's a blur. It was Friday. And um, I stream on Mixer.com slash GrimlockTheDino, right? So that's where that's where you can watch me all week long, playing games, hanging out with the community and all that stuff. And I hit my first uh, big major goal uh, where I broke past the 1,000 follower mark. Yeah! Yeah. So it was uh, <laughs> Steve-O in the chat. It's 1K, baby. Yeah, yeah. Toxic 1K. So, yeah, I just wanted to give a big shout-out to the community here that so many of them support me on an individual standpoint. Uh, the community I've built here on Mixer, too, they're all amazing and just... Uh, it's so crazy that we have found this home um, because we tr- like, again, we, I, and I sound like a broken record sometimes, but we tried all these other platforms without saying names. I mean, you know who I'm talking about and it just never really clicked. There was either no traction or there were just, tr- you know, uh, anger and, and just, you know, trolls and everything else. And we came here and just, it just, worked it was just people wanting to talk people wanting to hang out and you know obviously even before the before the uh covid lockdown where this has been a great outlet for me even before that it's still been an amazing community so you know you can't you can't sit here and put it all on the fact that we're all stuck at home you know and yeah i uh i hit the 1000 mark playing forza horizon 4 at, at like i don't know it had to be two three in the morning it was late and it was like un- like i thought i'd i thought i just would have a bunch of hype and i'd scream and i'd hit a bunch of sound effects and you know and just and you know we'd party and instead like i just kept looking at that number and it just felt surreal it felt like I just sat there and smiled for a minute and just was like, wow, I need to take this in for a second. We actually, we, I've actually managed to get here and that puts me at my halfway mark. Officially, I need another thousand follows so that I can apply for partnership with Mixer, which is my goal. You know, like that's my, that's my main goal to get to. It's not my end goal. It's the main goal to get to and then work past that. But, um, yeah, it's just been, it's really been cool. I, you know, I kind of got into like a rut where I wasn't growing a lot and I kind of got a little discouraged and I was joking around with Hellcat Bandit 
um, good a friend of mine, fellow streamer, and someone that's really been you know trying to support me and help me out. And I I was joking with him in the stream. I'm like, yeah, I need to get to two thousand followers so I can get so I can get declined by Mixer for partnership. <laughs> and I was I said it jokingly, right? But like when you say things like that, there's there's a little bit of truth to them, right? Like you say that for a reason, and is my belief. And I think I was just slightly discouraged, and I had seen some people that I thought deserve partnership get declined. I'm like, well, if they get declined, then I'm gonna get declined. You know, like that's kind of was my mindset. And I had a complete random stranger that I knew had been in my stream before, but was a Hellcat follower, chime in and and be like. Grim, yours, your stream is one of the first streams that I ever watched that made me say, I have to come back. You know, and I came back the next day. He goes, so you're definitely getting partnership. And, you know, and Hellcat obviously is very positive and, re, you know, reinforcing that, that thought too. But to hear from someone that I literally have spoken maybe once to, um, that was pretty cool. That was, it was, it was really neat. And, and like that gave me that little extra push I needed. And that was the, that was the day or two before that Friday and then Friday came and I just I just said all right I'm getting it today and people like toxic ghost people like Steve-O people people so many people just, just stay in there um exhausted I had someone uh, super Lars who was like I'm going to bed and he's like wait a minute you're only eight away from a thousand I can't go to bed I have to be here when it happens and so I just uh, wanted to give the community one more shout out. We did it. We we hit we hit a, a major goal. Um, the weekend I had some bad some bad uh, <laughs> some bad luck, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, so we didn't get to have the the celebrate like celebratory stream. That's still going to happen, and I will let everybody know when it's going to go down. But um, yeah, uh, it wasn't because I didn't do it. It was because I literally couldn't, and I'll explain to you why just in a little bit. But first, we're going to talk to you, to Deadite here about how his life changed this week. Before we do, I have to give a shout out. Hot, hot off the presses, we gained a new $5 patron here during the show tonight. So thank you so much to Solid Pie. Woo! Appreciate Solid Pie. Becoming a patron. Yeah. Thank you so much. Deadite, give him some horns. Sorry guys, I'm not I'm not doing the show today, so I don't have the button control anymore. I'm just a host now. Yeah. Now that I can get more porch pop. Thanks to you. <laughs> but yes, yeah, you're right. You're right. All the money goes to me keeping pop out of my porch for four or five months and drinking it until I get diarrhea. It's cool. <laughs> Thank you to our newest patron. I appreciate the support. All right. So if you are a patron, then you listen to you had to have listened because it's a must listen every month. It's muster bust. Every month at the start of the month, which I just blanked, or else we probably should have recorded one of those today. Whoops. <laughs> I guess we're all hanging out after the show to record Muster Bust, boys. Um, okay. Jokes on if you. you. Listen, if you listen to the May Muster Bust, then you know I hyped hard as hell Game of the Month, the Game of Forever, Man Eater. <laughs> game of Forever. It's an RPG where you play as a shark. And as we got closer to the release date, I was like every day on Amazon, like, do I order this? Do I order this? And I told myself, I'm like 85% of the way through Spider-Man. I just got to finish Spider-Man. It's a big open world game. And then the next game I'll tackle is Maneater. Like I, I'm committed. I'm going to get this done. And I'm going to, that way I, I, I get this thing like game guilt. Like if I'm, 
close to the end of a game. I feel bad if I don't uh, see it through. This is like a new thing for me. I used to just like let games die and I'd never finish them. But I'm like, Spider-Man was such a good experience. I need to finish it. Then uh, this past Tuesday comes around. Sci-Fi AJ hits me in the text. He's like, man, you in the office? I'm like, I am in the office. He goes, yeah, when you get home, though, there'll be a surprise at your house. And I'm like, oh, sweet. He's like, yeah, I sent you something. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I, I hustle to get everything done at the office. I get home. In my door is an Amazon package. I peel it open, and boom, my boy sent me a copy of Maneater because he knows how much I love sharks. He knows I was excited about this game. And I was like, oh, I'm like conflicted. Like, I got to finish Spider-Man. I was I was thinking that night I was going to marathon and stay up late and finish Spider-Man. I was like, okay, but I got to start Maneater tonight. I, I got to give it a go. I need to know what this game's all about. Grimm's already been playing it, and Grimm's trying to downplay it. Like, Grimm's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool, but, like, it's, like, real hard and, like... I was worried about yeah, like, I was worried about that. And he, and he was like, yeah, you know, like, you should play it eventually, but, like, you know, like, like don't rush to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, kind of trying to downplay it. You know why now? I put, I, yeah, because Grimm knew that there was a copy on its way to my house. Yeah, I didn't want you to go out and buy it. Exactly. <laughs> Money bags over here. I start playing it, and I put about two hours in the first night, and I'm like, this is good. I'm enjoying you start off like a little baby shark and you're working with you and it is hard. The game starts off really, really hard. Uh, just learning the mechanics of it is a little bit difficult. Now I'm a shark game veteran. I've put my time in on jaws unleashed and jaws, <laughs> ultimate predator on the three DS. Oh uh, Don't admit we, that. We know, I have a pedigree. I, I know about these shark games. And so the problem is, as much as I joke about how I love Jaws Unleashed, it, it's not very good. It's a hard game to play. Um, and I, you know, at first I was a little bit worried getting the controls down for Maneater. After a couple hours of playing it, it started to feel kind of natural. The movements felt good. The buttons all made sense to me. Put it down, played Spider-Man for the rest of the night, put like another three hours into Spider-Man. And I was like, okay, I still got a marathon Spider-Man. And now I know what I'm getting into for Maneater. I'll get back to it. You know, when I finish Spider-Man, I haven't played any more Spider-Man since last Tuesday night. <laughs> Every chance I've gotten since Wednesday at my lunch break, all I've done is play Maneater. Every lunch break, I'm on Maneater. Uh, before my wife gets home, I'm a Maneater. When my wife's like out working in her garden, I'm playing Maneater. PlayStation doesn't keep a log of how many hours you've played. But I think I've leveled beyond an appropriate amount because I'm only in like the fourth zone in this open world. I'm level 20. I'm getting told I should go fight the boss of the game. I haven't even seen the boss of the game, but I'm getting like prompted to go fight the boss of the game. I'm just mowing through every opponent because in each area there's these apex predators. I'm just destroying them with my shark abilities. I'm not even concerned. I'm not sweating it. I am now the king of the sea and I, I love this game. And I, I talked with our friend, the glitch from the legend of retro podcast yesterday. And I told him, I am not sure if I love this game so much because I love sharks so much, or if I'm having so much fun with this game, because it is really good because there is a repetitiveness of swim, eat, swim, eat. Like you live the life of a shark. It, it is sort of repetitive, but I'm enjoying the actual gameplay at its simplest form so much that I've, been enjoying it and sucked into it all week. So, uh, Grim, I, what are your thoughts on it? Because you've played some Maneater, and you're not a shark-obsessed weirdo like I am. Well, first of all, I want to add to the story that the reason I had to play this off was I got really worried 
Um, turns out our good our our boy there, uh, Sci-Fi AJ, uh, Baxi Baby there, has a Mixer account, and was in my stream when I decided to stream Manier, and in the stream, decided to publicly post that there was a secret coming to you, <laughs> and I had invited you to come watch the stream. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, like, he's going to see this and it's going to ruin the surprise, you know? So that's why when you didn't show up to the stream, as far as I knew, I started to play it off like it was, you know, eh, it's good, it's good, but it's hard, you know, it's like Dark yeah. Souls with a fish, like, or whatever, you know? But in all reality, yeah, the game is a lot of fun, and I think th I think I'm not shark-obsessed like you are, but I thought it was really enjoyable because it's unique. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought was really cool is that how many times do we get some random run of the mill open world game that's not made by a triple A company and it's just like two worlds or or some other game like that that's like, yeah, there's people that like it, but realistically, like it's not the greatest thing. It's just another one of those games just to fit in this, you know, oversaturated uh genre of of, of games. But Maneater takes an open world RPG and sp and spins it in a way where you are a shark that is ridiculous in the sense of yes you're in the water but you can even just get yourself out of the water for certain periods of time and and flop around land and, and murder people on golf courses so I mean it is way over the top snakes on a plane you know style like game. But what caught me instantly, and I, and I don't know, like, let's see if you'll agree with this. What caught me instantly was it felt like Borderlands. The way they introduce, yes. yeah, the way they introduce your enemies and, and just like, and, and major characters, the, the, the comedy of it even tastes, you know, seems a little bit like Borderlands. And I love the cheesy, like, 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 um, animal show style narration of this game. You know, uh, every time you do something as a shark, you have this, you have this National Geographic narrator in the background trying to explain to the viewers uh, what this shark is doing. And it just, it works. It works really well. And um, for 40 bucks, I think it's a really good game, really good value. It once this game does go on sale, I think it's a steal. But even if you don't want to wait, I think it's uh, it's something you should pick up because you're gonna enjoy it. And the mechanics are, like you say, it takes a little bit to get used to, but it they're so good at the same time. I any time you introduce water into a game, you worry that it's mm -hmm. gonna be horrible. Like every time I see water, I go, "Oh God, it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES game." Like you just, you just, you <laughs> pick that game that just tormented you for years, and you go, "Yep, we're doomed." This game, it's like I feel like I could do anything with with the shark. I could turn on a dime. I can, I can speed. I can cut through a small opening. Like I have, I just, I don't question the fact of how hard it's going to be to to pull off a stunt or or a, or a maneuver. I just, I just go for it. It, it feels tuned in in the way that the best uh, flying games do, like any yeah. game that has a space flight aspect. And yeah, it feels tuned in and you can turn and dive and spin around like Maneater has those elements when you're in the water. Um, and to, to get back to like the writing of the game, the reason Borderlands 
is so successful in its comedic writing is it knows exactly what it is and it never takes itself too seriously. This is a game where you're a shark that's mutating and jumping up on land and murdering people. There's no point in this game that takes itself in any way seriously other than being a seriously fun game. And the voiceover's work is done by uh, Chris Parnell, who you would know from Saturday Night Live. Uh, you know, he was the AM radio host in, in Hot Rod. Like, he was uh, in 30 Rock. Like, so his voice delivering these lines, the comedic timing is real good. And there's so many fun Easter eggs to find. You know, um, today I found a banana stand under the water and the little a little video played. Like, there's always money in the banana stand if you're an Arrested Development fan. You know, like, there's that kind of stuff continuously. Oh, I found a giant crocodile with a clock in its yes, mouth. Book. Yes, like, Yeah, that stuff's in the game. And it, it's just... Fun and it, you would think in a in an open world game that everything's underwater, you would get a little bored of exploring what's constantly underwater. But no, these individual biomes that are these different areas of the open world diversify so much as you go along. It is it is continually interesting. Um, now, some issues I've had with the game, and I think it comes down to I gotta stop running games I'm playing off my external hard drive. I am getting some frame drops, and I don't know if it's because I'm playing it on a classic PS4 or if it's because I'm playing it off the hard drive. I had this issue in Borderlands 3. I think it's because I'm playing it off the external hard drive. Now, I know you're playing on the um, 1X, so I'm sure yours looks smooth as possible. Yeah, it run, it's ran really well on the 1X. I haven't had any uh, issues with frame rate and i mean the game is built on unreal engine 4 and mm -hmm. i think my first reaction was this game looks better than i expected uh was was my thought when i played it and uh i have the, the i'm trying to think i think i yeah i haven't had any problems with the game there hasn't been a mm -hmm. hasn't been an issue so um you know that's unfortunate but yeah i would just try moving it over to uh your your primary storage and see if that takes care of it. Mm -hmm. I bet it does. The uh, other thing I, I wanted to mention was the, I didn't notice it at first, but we talked about how the game's difficult. And in the beginning, when you first have to fight a croc, it is incredibly hard. Like you have to dive in. They, they like two or three shot you. Easy. Yeah. So you have to dive in, you have to hit, you have to hit your shot and then you have to swim away. And a lot of times, like even if you get in and, and, and hit, you know, the attack, they still get the counterattack. So then you're going around and trying to find like a guppy or something or a catfish so that you can eat it and then gain some of your health back and then turn around and continue the fight. So it, it played, like I joked about it, but the Dark Souls style of like, of really timing your move and not just being a button masher, early on it really does matter. What I noticed though was that I, I didn't notice that at first. It was as you start to attack, as their health bar goes down, if you attack certain spots of the creature you actually start to remove limbs and stuff so yeah. there was a point where the croc had no legs left and i will tell you at that point even though it was still alive it was not dangerous at all because once all his legs were gone it couldn't do anything in the water and that i was impressed by that i was like wow not only is it just a visual damage showing me i'm damaging this thing it's actually affecting its mechanics where it was just spinning around like a log in water and really, as long as I stayed away from its mouth, it couldn't do anything. So I just, when that happened, I could go into a rapid attack, you know, combo style um, mode and just finish it off. So I really, really liked that, like, attention to detail as far as being able to add a little bit more depth to the combat system. 
yeah, I yeah. I, lo- I love the game, and again for forty bucks, um, and li- was it LiveWire that produced the- that developed this? Is that the developer? It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh, I I went and got I snuck away from the camera to grab this because I was gonna have a big reveal and yeah. I forgot. It's Deep, Deep it's, Silver uh, published Tripwire. 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 So Tripwire is. Uh, I don't know if what else they've done, but I mean they should be very proud of this game because honestly, it's it's good. It's good, and even if it doesn't, you know, sell millions of copies, if you're looking for a game to hold you over for something and you want a 20, 30 hour game, like this thing is, this thing is great. And like that, I'd said, if you want to put time into traversing every inch of side, side missions and everything else going on, yeah, you could probably pump, you know, maybe five, 10 more hours out of the game. So super cool, super cool. Check it out. All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to take a lot of time on this cause we are running long already, but I, um, I used my Mixer revenue, right? So since I started streaming on Mixer and once I enabled Embers and everything, people have been donating to the stream. And besides the Loki donations, which got put aside for Loki, uh, which is my Pembroke Welsh Corgi, who has a leg issue right now that we're going to be needing to take a look at here soon. Everything else I've just kind of been banking up, waiting for some items to come back in stock because my goodness with COVID-19 everything's sold out and you can't get a hold of anything when it comes to tech. So I finally got a hold of a new AMD motherboard and a Ryzen 9 processor and a new Gen 3 uh, Western Digital Black SSD NVMe, uh, which is a solid state drive. And so I uh, upgraded the PC because I really wanted to try to build... My PC was already... Very nice, but I wanted to build my PC into just a multitasking monster. And everything I read, all the research I did was just like you can't beat AMD when it comes to when it comes to multitasking. So we built a monster with 12 cores, 24 threads. This thing screams. Not only can I game with high frame rate, but I'm also running my Streamlabs at even crazier um advanced advanced stream options where i'm able to change the codec of the uh, of the stream and pull out even more quality while u- utilizing less cpu than before so it is uh it was a lot of fun i got very excited and put it all together it fired up and then i i uh, i wanted a fresh install of of windows so i just decided to start fresh built windows and reinstalled all my software, got everything kind of on the up and up, and then it happened, guys. My Windows corrupted. So I put... No! So this is, you know, everyone was like, what happened to Grim? You hit a thousand followers, and then you stopped streaming. (laughs) I didn't want to stop streaming. I literally couldn't stream because my whole computer just crashed, and I had... I couldn't repair it. Now, I work in IT. I tried everything I could, and by the time I was done, I was like, I wasted so much time trying to repair this. I should have just gave up and just reformatted it and done it again. But I knew I put a lot of work into just you know the program downloads, the, the drivers, the Windows updates, all that stuff that I would have to do again. So I, um, you know, I, I ended up doing that Sunday night. 
Um, I'm there. I, I reformat everything. We're on, I'm on the computer right now. It's what we're doing the show. It's what I'm doing the show on. Everything seems to be on the up and up. I have no idea what caused it to kind of blip like that. But fingers crossed, we're we're in the clear now. But the machine is is up running fast. Um, I want to thank everybody that's uh, you know that's donated to me. I know I know there's a lot of them here. Sean Flack, Steve O, Toxic. Uh, you know, there's a lot of them in the, in the, in the stream right now that, uh, yeah, Steve-O with the Steve-O smash. Uh, yeah, if you guys are amazing, uh, you've been able, you've allowed me to improve my stream, uh, beyond what I honestly ever thought was possible. So the fact that I was able to build what I built this weekend, um, through the effort that I, the effort that I've put into Mixer, it doesn't feel real to me, right? Like it's super cool. And it just makes me want to work harder and do even more, which uh, leads me to my last point I'm going to make. And that is, guys, get ready, because when I do go live next, I have spent all weekend before my computer died working on Grimlock the Dino Stream and really getting ready to uh, to bring you the next the next evolution of the Dino, the next evolution of Grimlock and how we're going to keep building towards 2000. Uh, we got some really cool ideas, and we got some really cool stuff just already done, sitting there waiting. So uh, I look forward to showing you guys what's going on, but that'll be coming up real soon. So yeah, a little bit of frustration, but also a lot of celebration. I uh, really appreciate it. All right, now, that I thought he had talked about the greatest game ever, and, oh, no. and how and how his life was changed for for the better. And he was like, nothing could ever make me happier. But then he found another game. What do you got for us, Deadite? So, so I found this game in the on-sale section of the Nintendo Switch eShop. Let's call it a month ago. And it was on sale for $2. And I meant to buy it. And then I didn't. You and I were messaging back and forth that I, we both need to buy it. And oh, then like no. the sale ended. The sale ended and I didn't buy it. And I was like, oh, man. Well, last week, this game was on sale for 50 cents. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's only 25% of what I was going to pay for it a month ago. And I downloaded what I believe is one of the worst games. I don't, I don't understand how this game is even permitted to be on the eShop because the premise is violent for the sake of violent in my opinion and i'm not like opposed to that when it's when it's i guess done in a tasteful way i don't even you know like um when you think about uh, like a game like mad world back in the day like that was just black and white with blood everywhere or um what was manhunt was a series that was like violent for being violent this game was 50 cents in the eShop, and it's called ski sniper all you do is you post up in different areas of like a ski lodge as ski jumpers go down the ramp and jump through the air. And the only point of the game is to shoot the skier out of the air. You get more points for headshots. You get points for hitting them in the lungs. You get points for hitting them in the legs. Oh my! And God. that's all you are. You're just a lone shooter sitting in a point on a ski slope, shooting people as they ski. And I'm just playing it. And I'm like, what the, what the hell is this game? As soon as I got my first hit, I was just like, shocked. like, why? Who thinks of making this into a video game? 
And then sent it, and Nintendo's like, yeah, we'll put this up on the eShop. It seems like a game that would be on Steam, and like even on Steam, people are like, I don't know about this. But it's on the Nintendo eShop for 50 cents. It just tells me that I feel like the Nintendo, that Nintendo has already lost its quality control and just like in filter system. Like they've lost their way already with this with this shovel where just so much is probably being pushed through Nintendo for approval that half the time they're like, skiing? Yeah, sure. They they ignored the second word on. They're like, oh, a skiing game? Yeah, whatever. Ski jumper? Cool. You know, like and then and then like watch, you bought it and now a bunch of people are gonna be up in arms like this is horrible. Why is this here? And then Nintendo will be like, Oh, we didn't we didn't realize it. We we're gonna rip it down. Like I think I, I think I remember showing them off uh, one of the Nindies. They did not show no this way. off of the Nindy. Get out! <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here! It's hard too. Like I don't know if it'd be easier on a pro controller, and it's just because like I'm bad at sniping and bad with like the little joystick, but. I don't know. I probably played the game for 20 minutes and I only got like two or three shots. <laughs> I like how you say it's hard because this game, well, how much did you spend for this game? How much 50 cents. 50 cents. And you're worried about the it's... mechanics of this game. <laughs> yeah, man. It's hard. We just got done with, with how great the mechanics are of man eater. And now you're talking about, well, this game's hard. You know, it's just bad. It's not hard. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just a bad it game. It might be easier if I was using a pro controller. I don't know. Find out for us. We need to know. Grim, you're the you're the snipe god. You just be picking these innocent skiers. I, I'll stick. It, okay, I'll stick to doing that to terrorists in Call of Duty, where where I feel a little less bad about it. You don't know that these skiers aren't terrorists. Don't make the assumption <laughs> that they're not. The premise of the game is not true, played true, out. True. Um. The the, the thing that's rough is when the these <laughs> when the skiers go down the slope and jump through the air and land and you don't hit them they celebrate (laughs) (laughs) like yeah cool i didn't get murdered like they know that murder is around the corner for them and the thing that's wild is sometimes three skiers will go down in a row and you can just take your shots at them how how does how do runs continue to happen if you shoot the first sniper if you shoot the first skier why do these other people keep going i know how i know how you want i know the story of this game this is actually this is actually a billionaire's mountain that he owns. Oh, and he offers skiers a million dollars to go downhill and if they can survive one jump, they get a million dollars. Yeah. It's it's like it, it, this is like that crazy thing where like, you know, the people that hunt other people and they just like they just like send them off into like a big property that they own and then they hunt them yeah. down. That's what this is. Maybe someone just, just really hates the Olympics. <laughs> Man, I sounds like know. a premise of a movie. It, yeah, exactly. Ski sniper. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm glad you admitted that you were a horrible sniper. So I know who not to call. In um, was it July when the zombies attack? So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm a shotgun guy. If it was ski shotgun, I'd be. I'd be <laughs> oh, oh, the boom <laughs> at the bottom of the ramp, just blasting them. In the face. They land the jump and they celebrate, and then you just shotgun them. <laughs> Just go run up and kick him in the nuts and shoot him on the ground. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I'm the best. Oh my god! Pull. Big Tech says right. pull. <laughs> yeah. So oh yeah, yeah. Go- Google it, look it up, and just realize or that don't. someone's a maniac. Or don't just maniac forget that, that we ever talked about this game. No way. no way. Next time I see Grim in person, and we're not worried about the virus being transmitted, I'm handing him my switch and making him play it. Man. 
I can't believe it. I, I still just... It, it tells me that Nintendo has literally no quality control anymore. It's gone. It's completely gone. This, yeah. game, that game, is, this game is garbage. That game isn't even on mobile. I did a quick search, and I'm a mobile guy, and that's not even available on mobile, so... For Nintendo to have you know garbage that's not on mobile, that's quite impressive. Google's probably anti-gun, so I mean, yeah, but of mm. course they're not going to allow that. Type in "gun" in the Google store, you find all the gun games. You even <laughs> find an app that's just to make gun sound effects. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, I like how we saved that for the last thing to talk about. <laughs> like we talked about how great. I told you. No, we talked I about made how great... the list, and I told you to go in and reorder it, and you just left yeah, it. Yeah, but you made this list. Like you made this list. You should look at it and be like, "That was bad." That there's something. I wrong thought here. you guys were gonna add more things. Look, there's an empty space below it. I thought one of you would have something good to give. Yeah, I got okay, putting this. We don't have to together, end it like so... this. What what we can what we can talk about is. There was a scheduled announcement uh, by PlayStation. They were going to show off the PlayStation 5 this week. Right. Uh, and again, the PlayStation came out with a statement today saying they wanted to uh, allow the other conversations that are happening in the media to, to have their voice and not have a new video game system overshadow uh, the uh, political and the s social conversations that are happening here in the United States and around the world. So Sony said, hey, we're going to wait. Again, I, I think all of us are disappointed. We are all very excited for this event, but at the same time, that's their decision. Uh, you know, we just, we know that these conversations are very important to have in our country right now. Yeah. And I know that, uh, us here, the GameZilla guys, we are going to be on this event as soon as, as soon as it does launch. And as soon as we get to know more about the PlayStation five, uh, we will be trying to bring you our opinions on that as soon as possible. And, uh, we look forward to that. So. Just definitely had to put that out there. That event has been canceled. That was prepared this week, and uh, we look forward to hearing more from Sony soon. Yeah, so June 4th has been canceled, and we don't know at this moment when the uh, remake is. But we do know that the title of the show is The Future of Gaming, and I really think that uh, I'm looking forward to this because just that marketing alone is what I wanted out of Sony. I want Sony to talk big, you know, flex their muscle, pump that chest out, and show people why, you know, PlayStation is a dominating brand in the gaming industry. So I want to uh, see an amazing show by them. And though everything that's going on, I think it's, you know, uh, a great move by them and uh, a great um, just... It's a great move for all the companies that are doing it. Google just did it. You know, there, there's so many companies coming out right now and just kind of stepping back and even volunteering their platform to allow people to be heard. Uh, Microsoft being one that I really like right now. They're tweeting out um, other people's tweets just to share their platform. They're following with people that are trying to uh, be heard with, you know, statements that are powerful and impactful and, and need to be need to be seen. So, um, yeah. Can, you know, I um I stand with I stand with all these companies making this decision. I stand with the people um as we as we go through a very difficult time here, and we always I don't like saying this, but we always sit here and want to see change. And I really I just really hope that with the world kind of stop being being paused, and these companies actually kind of showing that they have somewhat of a soul that we could we can actually make people you know listen uh instead of just it be a blip 
it'd be a short blip where everybody everybody gets mad and then all of a sudden you know the next thing comes along and we just we're goldfish in that sense and we just drop it again and that's that's you know something i just was so tired of seeing it happen over and over again and it's uh it's the perfect storm right now for hopefully something good to come out of this um after so much bad has happened so but we can't talk too much more about it it's not uh, doesn't follow in fall into the um some of those guidelines <laughs> we, we got to be careful and tippy toe around here on mixer but just know that we uh we're here we stand we stand with with everybody and uh support all the protests you know try obviously trying to keep it safe trying to keep it civil and and but at the same time trying to create awareness and change so but um yeah we still wanted to you know we took last week off we still wanted to come back for episode 314 we didn't want to do news we didn't want to sit here and do our normal show we wanted to just have fun you know with the three of us and then everybody that joined us here on mixer.com slash games media and just have a virtual hangout have a, a fun just love friendly good time uh, you know and, and show by by sh- live by example you know people just need to you know we're all human that's all, that's all i have to say we're all human and we all need to we all need to treat each other well because we have one planet one life and you know that's it we all share this so just if you're being stupid stop if you're if you're being evil do it by yourself in the middle of the woods i don't just get the hell away from everybody else like if you can't not do it just leave we don't want you here so anyways i think we're pretty much wrapping the show up i'll let that i kind of give us the last swing of things but for everybody that's watching for everybody that's listening stay safe you know, um, voice, be the voice of reason, be the voice that teaches, be the voice that helps. And, you know, I heard some, I heard another streamer and I, and I apologize. I don't have his name off the top of my head because he's, I just, he's new to me, but I really liked it is that you don't have to say anything. You don't have to understand it. I, I don't believe that I do fully, obviously, but if you say nothing and that's that's your option, you can just understand that nothing happens. So, you know, we're not sitting here trying to create hate. We're not sitting here trying to pick sides, but we are sitting here saying things aren't right. And things definitely went wrong here this last week. And we need to, as we need to, as human beings, we need to be better. That's it. So, and I know before, I'm sorry, before we kick it over to, uh, to, to that, I, um, yeah, just want to say that's that's one of the, and I know it's a, it's a bigger issue, but that's one of the the things that I appreciate about this this group. You know, coming in from being a fan to you know now a member. I mean, even being the guy that you know everybody's like, who the heck is this guy? To you know, just being you know one of you guys. It's just it's 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 something. I mean, I haven't experienced any of you know that the foolishness, um, you know, firsthand. I mean, some people might have it might have been sub subtext to me or whatever but i've never experienced that and i you know i you know think that you know i i wish everybody could have that same experience and hopefully moving forward 
that everybody can know, you know, the love and be treated fairly, being treated equally. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you look like me, if you, you know, if you're, if you, you know, whatever, you know, cause there was even when the whole disease thing started, you know, even like there were Asian people that were being, being mistreated. I mean, we just need to do better. We need to love more. We need to, you know, forget about ourselves and worry about, you know, like our neighbors, you know, somebody else might be going through something. You never know. So I just hope that things can get better moving forward from this after, you know, all the all the anger and all the frustration has been worked out. Um, hopefully, you know, we can we can bounce back and, you know, just just do better. Absolutely. All right, Deadite, no go ahead and close us out here. Tell, tell everybody what uh, Games Let Me Deal has has uh, up its sleeve here. All right. So if you head over to GameZillaMedia.com, you will see that we have other shows hosted by excellent people uh, who save their abuse uh, just for one another. You know, like if you if you listen to the Last Action podcast, those guys have a lot of fun uh, clowning on each other and talking about action movies. Uh, I guess Craig WK... He might he might abuse his power a little bit when he's hosting That's Noobs true. and Dragons, uh, taking our taking our friends through uh, a Dungeons and Dragons adventure, learning how to play the game. Uh, Legend of Retro podcast. They're talking all things retro gaming. Uh, so if you're locked in your house like all of us are, currently are, because uh, Michigan still hasn't really opened up yet, uh, it could be a good time to get on eBay and buy some classic games they talk about on Legend of Retro, just like Miggy did. And um, yes, orphan. <laughs> Noiseland Arcade. Now's a great time to play catch up there on a little bit of a hiatus from episodes. So it's a great time to hop back. Start at episode one. Uh, if you have a Disney Plus subscription, uh, watch the first episode of The Simpsons, then listen to the first episode of Noiseland Arcade and just work through it with them. Uh, a ton of great shows. Uh, we love our community and we love all of our, our boys that uh, do podcasting with us. So head over to GameZillaMedia.com and give one of the other shows a listen to. All right. Well, uh, once again, this has been episode 314 of the GameZilla podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed our new segment, eBay Price is Right. I had a blast doing that. So, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll be continuing to work out some, some of these new concepts as we uh, continue to shake up the show a little bit and just try to have some more fun with it. I think uh, quarantine and everything else that's been going on has kind of shown us that we, though we care about what's going on in the gaming industry, we also do this because we enjoy it. We know you enjoy it. And so we want to just keep building on that. So um, thanks, everybody. Once again, stay safe out there. And, uh, you know, uh, take care of one another. And until next time, just remember we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. Until next time, game on. Game, game on. on.